welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News. Here's your gaming news for the week. It's all here, including annoying self-playing videos. God. Anyway, hi everybody. Here's what we do. Xbox One X Limited Edition Power Doritos. Abandoned the human race, is a, the human race deserves <laughs> extinction. They're fucking green. They and look... Black. They look like not just mouldy, but something from a Michael Crichton novel mouldy. <laughs> a human being should not consume those. That it would do terrible things to your guts. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet I it mean, makes. I, you, I, sorry, I bet I it makes you poo green. I, I bet it does. I would, I would be. I would be disappointed if it didn't. I would at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why else eat them? And we there's no key on the packaging as to. What do we know? What kind of flavor? I, yeah, I looked at the packaging and I translated because for some reason, even though you know Doritos Power Xbox One is all in English, uh, the actual flavor seems to be in uh, I think Spanish. It's smoked smoked chili, which oh. sounds nice. But my experience with like any of the special Doritos flavors is nightmarish. Yeah, they just taste hot rather than the virtual any flavor. Yeah, usually. The best, you know, I have to say this, Doritos validated their entire existence. Their hint of lime, uh, Doritos are the best things for, uh, you know, dipping. But everything else is, you know, something of a disaster. And this is just. Yeah. <sighs> That's not food. Don't eat it. Everybody. Yeah. I think, well, the thing I like is that it kind of encapsulates the whole Xbox One X announcement and it reveal just and it, <laughs> it's just kind of what why are you doing this this isn't gonna be good why can That's everybody else see that this is a terrible idea but you <laughs> <laughs> I, they, it's, it's, oh dear i think they're just manufactured so youtubers go oh look how disgusting they are and eat them mm. and then you know people will go out and buy them purely to make videos of themselves eating them and it's that sort of gross youtube factor thing that they're sort of appealing to i think because Probably. no they are they are awful looking have we got a new star i mean while we're on the xbox one x they did a well, big thing this week at games yeah. didn't they yeah well, they, well. They that they're remastering about eight billion games for the uh the xbox one x and the one thing the one new game that they had that was going to be for that console crackdown three has been delayed mm -hmm. so basically if you buy an xbox one x on release you can play a bunch of games that um, have been out for a while already like the Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider is getting a Xbox One X upgrade and a bunch of other, there's like a list of like a hundred or something that are going to be upgraded to go on the Xbox One X, which I hate saying Yeah um, well, so I, have a, I have a tip for you um, part of this announcement was they're doing a limited run because the, the Xbox One X was known as Project Scorpio yeah. And I noticed uh, they're doing a, a limited edition uh, Project Scorpio edition of the One X. Yeah. And uh, all it is is an Xbox One X with Project Scorpio written on it in green. Yeah, that's. I was going to say, you idea. know what? If you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't gone up to the Xbox One X, let you know the Xbox One level yeah. yet. If you're a Minecraft fan, actually, they've brought out a really nice, or they're going to be bringing out a really nice uh, Xbox One S, which is the upgraded yeah. version of the one. So it's between the one and the X. Oh, fuck, I hate yeah. all these letters. It's like a dirt block, and then they've got the controller. What's really nice part is the controllers. Yeah. 
the controllers are really nice. I, I are, have to say, really nice. I think Microsoft are killing it on controller gorgeousness. Yeah. If, yeah, that, if that's I've, ever I've, a factor in anything. But I, yeah, I, I, I saw well, some of the ones in uh, the Windows CEX the other day with so the, the shading on and stuff. They are fucking gorgeous. Yeah. And yeah, you, they're really nice. And, um, I, I actually went and got a custom one. I got bought myself one for my birthday and uh yeah they're, they're really nice it, I, I made it in uh, the gamecube colors so it's like Ooh, gamecube purple, purple with gray bumpers and triggers and stuff so uh yeah it's really pretty uh dear Ooh, like sony and nintendo you would both sell me a new controller <laughs> if you did uh, this. well just this is the thing this was one of the other announcements is the um their uh what did they call it? i always forget the name of it the creator studio the custom xbox controller yeah that's what uh, i got mine yeah well it's now uh been launched in uh the uk and a bunch of other european countries so you can go on and you don't have to use the us site and import it yeah well that that's what well, when they launched the uk store because i say it was just before my my birthday so i got myself one because i because i sort of took the plunge because as well they do custom engraving as well and yeah. when they launched the engraving was free so um, I got my gamer tag engraved on it, which is really wanky, but also quite cool. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. But yes, I noticed about the uh, the Scorpio edition, the uh, Project Scorpio logo. All of the O's are not full O's; they're three quarter circles. So I think that yes. that is justification from now on to refer to this the, the Xbox One X as the Xbox Two Seventy. Okay, I'm on board. <laughs> No, I, I keep thinking of it as the Hank Scorpio, you know, from The Simpsons. I want to do the Scorpio <laughs> song at the end if <laughs> they start talking about it. Oh, oh I can now pre-order. Hang on. The yep. Xbox One X Project Scorpio edition, pre-order on Amazon, £449. Oh, blimey. Stand. Should I pre-order it? No. No, I'm not going to. No, I mean, because, I mean, I've got a, I've got a one... And I can't see myself buying a One X for at least another eighteen months because there's nothing on it which justifies that price point for me. And I haven't got a four K telly, so yeah. I have to buy a four K telly as well to get all the use out of it. So, I I think this is the sort of thing like with the the PS4 Pro. I've sort of said to myself, if the if the PS4 we've got ever breaks or anything like that, then maybe the new one I get will be a Pro. But mm-hmm. I'm not going out to buy a PS4 Pro right now. No. I'm j- it's just not on the on the radar at all. Uh, and that's, it's not just because I don't have 4K at home. It's just... It's not like PS4 games look shit. Yeah. No. You know, I'm, I, it plays the games. It, it's all right. It's purely graphical. And I'm not that fussed anymore. I mean, the God. problem with the consoles, sort of, since the uh, since well, I forgot, I, I uh, the Xbox 360 and PS3, they were sixth gen, weren't they? I think they were the sixth gen. As no, it's that's, being that's seventh. Was it seventh? Yeah. Right, seventh gen. Well, from there on, I think the key, the big problem, which we're now seeing the ramifications of, is that developers will not work within the confines of the consoles. They keep pushing it too far, and we end up with uh, games which are uh, look great but perform like absolute ass. And um, I don't think that's going to change with the PS4 Pro and the Xbox 270. I think they're, you know, the developers are going to say, "Oh, all this, you know, loads and more power." 
let's push it further than that. And we're still going to be getting games which perform at like 20 frames a second. I, I feel like they are... A lot of PS4 and Xbox game makers are frustrated PC maker, uh, game makers. Absolutely. And and really, they know they do their best work graphically on PCs with big graphics cards and big processors that are updated at will. And they tone it down for the Xbox. Mm-hmm. And I, I sort of see the Xbox 270 as... Great name, by the way. It's catching. Uh, it's catching. I, I see the, the 270 as sort of a, here, developers, you don't have to tone your games down quite as much. Like, eh? Hey? Oh, okay. And it kind of cannibalizes, you know, whenever the PS5 and fuck knows what, you know, Xbox are going to call the next Xbox are announced. It means we don't, you know, it's not going to be as exciting. You know, there's... Well, yeah. You know, we've had an interim console. It's not going to be as big a leap. It's. And I, I think sort of the last generation to this one has been a very small leap as it is. Yeah. It, it's, uh, you know, like PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3 was enormous. Yeah. And then <laughs> 3 to 4, not so much. And yeah. I, I don't feel that 4 to 5 is going to be much of anything else and i just still think yeah that they're pursuing the wrong stuff stop pursuing resolution and all this sort of thing just get games running at 60 frames a second constantly Mm. Mm -hmm. that's what nintendo are giving me and it looks great Mm. it's i'd much rather have that higher frame rate in in games working at 1080p because it's not like rubbing dirt in my eyes really it's fine well i think that with the with Nintendo having the significantly, you know, underpowered console, that sort of that has a, in a sort of ironic way solved that problem because developers aren't trying to push things beyond what the console can do. Yeah, they're working within the limitations of the device and doing it very well so far. Very well. I've you know, God, I love that little thing. <laughs> um, yeah. It's ever so good. And I'm I'm not that enthused about the, the 270 at all. But then, you know, I didn't expect to be. Yeah, that whole, the, the Microsoft, it was Gamescom, was this week. I think it's technically still happening, but yeah, it's I been sort it, of a, a very dull non-event. And Microsoft's press conference was the epitome of that. The one thing that sort of people got excited about was the... Uh, Age of Empires. Uh, yes, that's what I was just going to say. I am very excited about the Age of Empires thing, which is a PC. Game, so yeah, they kind of, you know, as uh, as are sort of all the Xbox exclusives. This is the problem with that that they they've made themselves is it's a Windows exclusive, and that means yeah. it's on Xbox and PC. And so, if anyone seriously wants to play games with high graphics, they've got a PC. They're not buying an Xbox One X. Uh, And there are also no exclusive games for the system. So why buy one? Yeah. And PC gaming, it's PC gaming's doing well right now. It's sort of coming back on high. Uh, We're seeing some competition uh, finally in the sort of uh, graphics card and uh, processor. I've been following the latest AMD stuff with great interest. Yes. The, the, Threadripper CPUs, which are just fucking ridiculous. Like here's yeah. here's sixteen cores on on a chip. 
Okay. <laughs> uh, Meanwhile, so, Intel has sort of been shedding the bed a little bit. <laughs> they have. Uh, yeah. And then these new, oh, is it the Vega graphics cards? Uh, yeah, Vega. That, that look to sort of equal your, your high-end NVIDIA cards at several hundred pounds less. Mm-hmm. Just broke. Yeah. So I'm, I've been, honestly, I've been looking at building a gaming rig. Because uh, cool. it can oh, be done. It's a good time. Yeah, it can just be done a lot more cheaply than I thought. You d- it doesn't have to cost thousands of pounds. No, not anymore. Not anymore. Which is good. Um, speaking of things costing thousands of pounds. Oh, no, wait, different story. Never mind. I did a. I was going into a Bioshock special edition. Um, <laughs> BioWare confirms that single player updates for Mass Effect Andromeda are over. That was pretty quick, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'll say I think I say I think this is this is the uh, let Mike lead on this one because you're the the Mass Effect man out of the, out of the three of us. I think. I think so. Have you guys ever no. played the game? No, no. Oh well, you've missed out. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's this is a very sad. Uh, I think Mass Effect Andromeda has been sort of a a very sad chapter in the sort of the series' history, and it's for. Really unfortunate reasons. The game was just uh, again another modern problem. The game's just buggy as hell when it came out, and it's taken them a lot of updates to get it to a point where uh, story missions are triggering properly. Um, the thing that got all the attention when it came out, of course, was the facial animations. Yeah, mm. and that was you know that was symptomatic of a deeper problem in the game. You know, with uh, actual. Uh, bugs and a lack of polish on the whole thing but the gameplay that was there was really fun I enjoyed the characters I enjoyed the I think the story was kind of crap if I'm honest Uh, I think we're uh, sci-fi in video games these days is leaning really heavily on one trope and it's the precursor race Mm, the idea of an ancient race that came before us and laid down all this mysterious technology, and now they're gone. Uh, it's really, really starting to, you know, Halo milk that dry. And Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed is milking yeah. it dry, and uh, uh, Mass Effect, you know, the, the first trilogy did that in the Milky Way, and then they moved to Andromeda, and, oh, what do you know? There was another one there. All the planets are already, uh, you know, there's rem- the, the exact same remnants of technology all over. The- In fact, they call them the rem. They're running out of names as well. Yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this so, all comes uh, from a Star Trek Next Gen episode. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Underrated episode, actually, The Chase. I, think. I love that episode. Uh, it's it's, yeah, it's like really an good. episode no of, of Treasure Hunt, but on Star Trek. Yeah, it's, it's really good. No one else likes it's it. It's quite controversial. Yeah, I've heard it's quite controversial. Is it really? Is that is that the one? I'm sorry for this. My my slightly limited. Uh, that's the one where it turns out that all of the you know different species come from the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Precursor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh I, yes, I can imagine that there's some people that that kind of suggestion would upset, but I don't know that there's many people who are like that and Star Trek fans. I think mm, being, being a Star Trek fan, sort of, if you're paying attention, you can't be a massive racist. Surely, yeah. That's I'm working safe. my way. I'm still working my way through. Uh, I actually need to get back into that series one. I mean, it's not series one. The original series. I got the Blu-rays. So, oh, all right. oh it's I'm a cracking box set. That yeah. Mm. 
<laughs> it looks really beautiful, actually. Yeah. Like, a lot of the is. upgrades are really great. Um, but it, I think it, it's such a symptom of modern gaming that if you, I mean, because like I've never played a Mass Effect and like we've yeah. sort of been following the, the news on Andromeda and stuff. And I think there's a there's a feeling that it kind of got trolled to death because yes. but then but then isn't it isn't it strange that you have to buy a game and then you have to worry about will the support be there for this game if I choose to play it in eighteen months time? You know, will will the yeah. will the developer have just decided to abandon this game and whatever basically whatever I buy is what it is, broken or not? Well, it seems that the uh, I played through it uh, at launch. Uh, I pretty much. I, I essentially 100% that I uh, drained it of content, except for the fact that um, one of the core aspects of a any mass spec game is uh, you're choosing, uh, going through your squad and pursuing a relationship with one of your squad mates. And the game locked me out of pursuing the one character that I wanted to. Right. Uh, a game-breaking bug caused uh, mission progression to... Uh, to fail and I completed every other mission every other side mission everything in the game uh, except for the one thing that I really really wanted to do and uh, yeah I that's what really disappointed me about this so it seems that because of those kind of bugs they've been uh, working really hard with quite a few updates to fix you know those kind of problems but that has come at the cost of Potentially, you know, the game will receive no single player DLC. That's basically Which what it's announced. Which is poor. That, that that's poor in an RPG, though, isn't it? These days, because you like I say, you drain it of content, and then I feel like, especially with Mass Effect, which is tr- trying to construct this whole universe and this whole sort of rich backstory, and Andromeda, obviously, they wanted it to be part of that. Mm-hmm. They've and this you go. They just sort of rely again on the multiplayer, which I think, which sort of pisses me off as a as a sort of dedicated single player anyway to sort of invest in that sort of series and then go, there's no more single-player DLC for you. Yeah, it's not a bad multiplayer, but if you're yeah. not interested, then it's a whole half of the game which you just don't give a shit about. You know, yeah. It's, and uh, it's clear that they're supporting that because that's where they can make money through microtransactions. Yeah, exactly. I mean, again, it's, it's that sort of shitty thing. That, that sort of feels much more shitty rather than them just going, we're completely washing our hands of this. You know, there's going to be no more anything. Yeah. Rather than just say, okay, there's no more of the interesting stuff, but here's the shitty multiplayer that, you know, I'm sure. Um, is anyone playing the Mass Effect Andromeda multiplayer, really? I'm not sure. I think I, I'm actually, I actually don't know what the. Yeah. Uh, usually you can find it, that kind of thing, but I'm very lazy. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, if you were, if you, if I was to turn that on now, would I be able to get in a game or mm. would, would, you, would you just sit in a lobby, sort of twiddling mm. your thumbs? Um, the thing is, though, I, I feel like as well, unless Mass and unless Andromeda was perfect I think that because of how 3 ended I think the knives were out for this franchise kind of from minute 1 weren't they yeah yeah there was an awful lot of people were very skeptical yeah um, but this is the thing the, the gameplay of Andromeda uh, was great the, that, they, they nailed that the exploration uh, things like that they nailed it was just they should have if they had kept it in the shop for an extra six months, then I think it would have been a smash hit. Mm. I think it would have been, you know, a case of uh, the underdog coming out and wowing everyone. But because they rushed it out the door, uh, it 
they really made a rod for their own back. Yeah. And now, I, I mean, this isn't just that the the game's not going to be receiving any more patches. This really looks like the Mass Effect franchise may be going away for a while. Yeah, it sounds like it. It's to say, it, I just feel like a lot of a lot of franchises have entries which are you know shaky at best. You know, Assassin's Creed and Call of Duties and all of these things, but they sort of are able to recover from them. Mm. Whereas I feel Mass Effect has sort of been fatally wounded by yeah by sort of how three ended and now this. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. And I'm disappointed because I really enjoyed the Mass Effect franchise. Although I was one of the people who was very angry with the Mass Effect 3 original ending before they fixed it. Uh, but still, I, you know, I'm, I'm sad to see it go. Maybe they'll come back someday. Who knows? But, uh, yeah. And that's the story of Mass Effect. Yeah. Well, uh, what else do we have? God, piles of stuff. SNES classic pre-orders go up in the middle of the night and sell out immediately. Face palm. Yeah. Nintendo, I don't get why they're doing this. They just feel like they're being bullies at the moment. Like, here's this thing, what do you, what do you want? But we're going to put, like, say, put it up at literally, was it like 11 o'clock something American, I think Eastern time. So, I mean, literally the middle of the night for most people. 1.30 a.m. Eastern time. Ridiculous. For be- for I mean, literally... <laughs> Literally, I saw a thing on Reddit of a bloke said, thank God I had the shits because I happened to be up. And <laughs> just I saw it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I've... And they did this without warning. They just did it. Yeah. Uh, so if you're in the US and you want a classic SNES, uh, you aren't going to have one now. And of course, they're already showing up on eBay for about 250 of course they are. Hang on. I'm just, I don't know if those are being pulled down like they were previously, but they were up there. So, and I'm, the thing is, this one, the, the, the Super uh, Nintendo Classic, the thing is, they said they're making more of them, but they're making two var- varieties. They're making one that is shaped, uh, designed after the American SNES and one after the European SNES. I think that's. Well, it, technically, they're doing designs. three because, yeah, th- those are the two designs, but there is also a Japanese one that's the Super oh, Famicom. Super Famicom. Yeah. yeah. And, and so so that, even though they're making more, people are going to be buying two of them because people are like that. I, 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 I don't know why they can't just keep making them. I, so I have no idea. Why. I, I feel like there's so much they could do here to take people's money from them. And they're just I, leaving it all. Well, I think they're trying to drive up. Well, Nintendo doesn't see any of the money from scalpers. They don't, you know, they're they don't see any of the, you know the enhanced uh, uh, value added by scarcity. So yeah, Nintendo just do not seem to give a fuck about what the public think of them, and they just sort of we're going to make this many, and that's how many we're making. You don't get one tough shit. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's sort of some sort of perverse publicity thing in that these sort of these sort of things happening generate column inches or virtual column inches and discussion and for all the nerds who are kind of put out by not being able to get a snares they they've sort of created this kind of internal false kind of dutch tulip market you know like the beanie baby market you know that 
it, the scarcity is completely false and it will collapse as soon as people realise it. But these column inches create that sort of frenzy about this product. Yeah. It's the first time I've ever heard Dutch tulip and my mind is going to wild places. Um, <laughs> I can't say a bloody thing on this. <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> sorry. No, totally my fault. But yeah, you are, you are completely right. The thing is, this is just driving up demand for retro pies. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, I'm sure the you know the company that makes the retro pies they are laughing. They, they right must now. be because uh, it's by far the best solution to this problem. It really is, and I think given, do you know what it is as well? Given Nintendo's behavior, morally, I think we have no no problem doing it. Yeah, yeah. If it's, they refuse to provide adequate supply, people are going to go elsewhere. I, I found an article. It's on Dorkly.com. And it's entitled Five Reasons Why Nintendo Can Fuck Itself Straight to Hell. Awesome. And uh, I, I would happen to agree with absolutely every single point they've made, most of them relating to this particular product. Uh, reason number one, you halted production of the NES Classic in order to get ahead of the SNES Classic. Uh, you know, that thing is still... Well, there are never going to be any more. And it's not... a. It's not a complex product. It's the electronics inside, I'm sure, very simple. And I'm sure yes, I- identical between the two different products as well. Yeah. 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 Uh, but Nintendo would very much like you to think it's very hard for them to make it. Yeah. They, they, I don't know what they, they want. Um, no, it, they're like, they're sort of like a shit boyfriend at the moment that people that you can't. You can't fully break up. From- I, I know it's it's an abusive <laughs> relationship, isn't it? Yeah, That's what we're in. Uh, I mean, point number two on this article: you do this shit all the time, and it's yeah. it's right. You can't just buy amiibo. You can't just buy a switch. There has to be the Thunderdome, <laughs> and uh, it, it's fucking frustrating. But it, it's the Nintendo Thunderdome, so no blood. Yeah. It, you have to enter in a code to activate the blood. Happy music plays while you kill each other. Um, you know, uh, then this is upsetting retailers and customers, uh, and and it it creates this shitty reseller market. Yeah, which is just, and they know they're doing this. They must know they're doing this. Absolutely, absolutely. It's it's shameful. Really, it is shameful. I, I I keep trying to forgive them by somehow in my head saying making stuff is actually hard. You know, it, it's all well and good. We sit at home and talk on the internet and say you should just make more of these Nintendo. But we have really no concept of what that involves. But I kind of think... For a company their size. Other people seem to be able to make things and sell them. You know, <laughs> it, it it doesn't seem impossible, uh, and you are Nintendo, so maybe fucking get on it. Yeah, I don't know what the uh, what their profit margin is on the these classic consoles. Um, I'm willing to bet it's ridiculous. It probably is. So why they can't funnel some of those profits back into making more? Well, I mean, no, I'm not a gonna, businessman. <laughs> well, thing is, I think problem is that some focus group or some business synergy strategist has told them that 
your business model now has to be treat them mean, keep them keen, essentially. <laughs> and now we've just got to live with it. Yeah. I'm really glad I don't want one. <laughs> Me too. If I wanted one of these, I would be pissed. <laughs> do you know what, though? If, they, if I could just get one, I would have gotten one. Because I think they look awesome. They are cool. I, I like what they do and the way they work and all that sort of thing. Um, but I don't need it. If I want to play those games, I too have Raspberry Pi. Um, but I would have bought one. I really would. Yeah. And I, I would have bought one of each of them. I'd have had the NES Classic as well. But I'm not paying 300 quid for one. And I'm not, you know, waiting at three in the morning to place a pre-order and that. I mean, look, didn't we have... We've had pre-orders ages ago, haven't we? And they yeah, were- Didn't you try and get one? Yeah, um, I it actually wouldn't. It didn't show up on Amazon for me when I searched for it, and then by the time it did, it was sold out. Oh, for God's sake! And now it's currently yeah. Just I, I'm signed up for an email alert apparently, and see on the page. I can't remember clicking that, but yeah, I, I don't expect to get one. No. And the sad thing is, yeah, I don't expect to get next year's if they do an N64 Classic Edition or. Oh no! I'm forget sure that it, you, it, it'd be even worse because there's far more thirty-somethings with money who are nostalgic about the N64, maybe than the yeah. SNES even. So plus the N64, yeah, I guarantee you, if they do, if they do the N64, remember the N64 was sort of their first home console, which came in multiple flavors. You know, you could get it yeah. with all different uh, yeah, my, colored cases. Yeah, my brother's still got his on his shelf. It's he's got a bright green one. Yeah. So I'm sure they would do that and there will be scalpers looking to get know, the rare colors because there'll be, yeah. you know, one, maybe one in 50 of them will be some color and then that'd be the one that everyone wants. I mean, especially if it comes with a games like if it came with like Paper Mario or something, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you, you will never see one in real life, essentially. That's how rare they will be. Yeah, absolutely. They're real dicks with the Paper Mario games as it is. I keep wanting to play Paper Mario and the Thousand Year Door on GameCube, but the lowest I've seen it available to buy is about £52. There is a copy of it in my dad's house. If you want to, <laughs> you have to go into negotiations with my brother to get it, though. Um, I don't think Burgle he would. Uh... <laughs> yeah, what, what's their address? When do they go out? <laughs> um, so I think you probably have it packaged with the uh, shitty WWE game he's got for GameCube as well that's uh, sitting on his shelf. Oh, there's loads of those. They're really cheap. Mm. Uh, but WWE games have been shit since since about the N64's days. Let me think. I did play one on the Xbox, and it was the only game that I got the full thousand gamer points from. <laughs> it was the, yeah, I'm the WWF All Star. No, it, it was, was just super easy. Yeah, it was the the WWF All Stars one where it had like Hulk oh, Hogan yeah. and Andre the Giant and. And I was, got it purely for nostalgic purposes. Was that the one where they were, they were all sort of uh, cartoony, cartoony, you know, uh, exaggerated uh, proportions and all that? No, especially no. All right. Um, but yeah, that was the last one I got. But gosh, I'd like Paper Mario for the GameCube. I, I, do you know what? I might well splash out on it one day. Yeah, it's currently fifty-two pounds on CEX. Well, apparently, GameCube emulation has. Made a few breakthroughs recently. Yeah, I've been looking at that. Yeah. 
It's, so maybe. It's, it's, yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, although I see here, SeaWorld Adventure Park Shamu's Deep Sea Adventures is still £55 for the GameCube. <laughs> I think so, the Xbox version is significantly cheaper, though. Doesn't it? I think it hurts more because you're paying so much for such a tiny disc. <laughs> they are very small, aren't they? Very small. It's like a little Ritz cracker. Yeah. Has your dad got a copy of Frogger Beyond for the GameCube by any chance? Because they're <laughs> no. going for a hundred. No, these are my brothers as well, not my dad. Right. So. They're going for a hundred and fifty. Fucking hell! Actually, no. Uh, Fire Emblem Path of Radiance, hundred and five pounds. GameCube games are not cheap. No, what about but I mean, it's because it's a beloved system. Mm. What about GameCubes themselves? Oh, GameCubes themselves are, are dirt cheap. Mine, oh yeah, they're about I think about 40, 30, 40 quid usually. I think I've seen them for. Mine was twenty eight pounds. Damn. Yeah, it was because they mostly are around forty quid. I'm just bringing up the page now. GameCube consoles. All right, no, that's that's the price. GameCube console black discounted because there was apparently some scuffing on the top, and the grey panel on the front is yellowed. Uh, but the scuffing on the top buffed out. That was just dirt or whatever. And th- well, the yellowing on the front's yellowing on the front. You can deal well, with have it. Have you tried? Have you tried retro breading it? No, I haven't yet. Uh, I've always wanted. That's honestly, it's the one reason I've always wanted to buy like an old NES. Is I've always wanted to take one apart and try that. I was watching a video on it last night as it happens. Eight bit guy. The pardon. Yeah, the 8-bit guy. He used, yeah, um, yeah, he used peroxide studio yeah. uh, hair salon peroxide stuff. Uh, yeah, I was kind of hoping that I could find some sort of cleaning fluid I could use to do it, but I don't think that's going to happen. No. Uh, I'm going to have to take the thing apart. But yeah, twenty-eight pounds, uh, forty pounds for one that's apparently not scuffed or whatever. But that's the black one. Ah, the purple one's thirty-five pounds. Ah, the white one's forty pounds. God, I imagine the white one looks like shit. That would be seriously yellowed. Yeah. The pearl white one, which is a slightly different one, that's 55. God, there are loads of them. A platinum silver one, 50 quid. Yeah, it was a thing that Nintendo did for the N64 and then the GameCube was loads of different variants color-wise, and then they sort of stopped with the Wii. I think there was, you can get a Wii in white, and then later on, did they introduce a black version? They did. Then I think uh, yeah. they brought in... Gosh, oh, you can get a little mini one? Yeah, the mini yeah and there the were colours of those. Uh, the Wii right. U was... It was white, it, there was a white 8 gigabyte model and a black 32 gigabyte model. <laughs> okay, right. That was how they differentiated there. Um, sure. But yeah, GameCube's dirt cheap. So that means you can, because they've got, they come with a little handle on the front, so you could hollow it out as use it as like an executive carry on. Lunchbox. And be the envy of all your friends. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Little lunchbox. Apparently, the reason the games are so expensive is because everybody kept them when they upgraded to the Wii, because it was totally backwards yeah. compatible. Yes. Yeah. So the, there was never oh. a reason to get rid of your GameCube games. Same with the controllers. Well, it's basically yeah. got a GameCube in it. I think it's yeah. yeah. It's got the four controller ports. It's got two memory card slots. It's a full GameCube. Yeah. The Wii really was a GameCube with a motion control peripheral attached. Yeah, that's, pretty much. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah, um, but 
It's I I really like the Wii at the moment. I've just got some new Wii games actually. I've just got America's Next Top Model for the Wii. <laughs> I'm a hundred percent serious. It's here in my hand. That's oh, the sound Emma, you were saying about bucks. creating stuff off and shipping yeah. it out to a warehouse so we yeah. can never be. Never harm people again. Yeah, well, I mean, this, uh, that's the thing with the Wii, though. It's terrible for shovelware. Yeah. Just pure bullshit like that sort but of thing. It's your time to launch your new modelling career. Show the jury you have what it takes by striking a pose, working the catwalk, and staying flawlessly styled. Be driven in your own private limo to the huge fashion metropolis for a workout or a new wardrobe. Gossip with or face off against the other models, but never take your eyes off the goal, winning the grand final. Yeah. Does it have a smizing button in it? I don't know. <laughs> that was the thing with Next Top Model. This thing that they introduced, smizing, right. was this thing you just, it's like basically you're sort of acting with your eyes. So do that sort of blue steel thing, basically, that they do in modeling. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> it's- I've never seen the show, but the game was 50 <laughs> pence and it called out to me. It was like, you need to have had a go on this, Richard. And that is that is worth fifty pence of your money. When is fashion going to stop? I don't know. I, I don't. I look, I, I'm not a fashion person. That's not why I got this. <laughs> I was going to say you will be now. You've you've <laughs> you've seen how I dress. You cannot you cannot accuse me of being fashionable. That that's that's ludicrous. Uh, it's like accusing Donald Trump of being really clever. Like well, we, I need to whiskey up this beer. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay. Where, what was that story from, anyway? Snares Classic. Oh, Snares Classic, yeah. yeah. So, you're not going to get one. Giving the Japanese another reason to tear each other apart. I, it, do you uh, know what What suddenly occurs to me is I'm looking at old consoles. Let's look at Super NESs. And, 55 uh, quid in CEX when I looked yesterday the other day. Right. So, there you go. Get an yeah. actual Snares. Yeah, buy an actual Snares. I was going to say this, yeah, but just buy a Snares. And mind you, the games are still fairly pricey, well, though. For you, um, could get a multi card. Yeah, pick up a multi card with all the games on it. Yeah, you know? there you go. Problem solved. And then buy a game genius. You can cheat as well. Make your life much easier. And you know they're not stupid money. That I'm looking now. Super Mario World fifteen quid. Super Mario All Stars twelve quid. They're all unboxed because they came in cardboard boxes and they just haven't survived. No. Uh, Super Mario Kart twenty five quid. Donkey Kong Country 20. They, you know, it's it's not like you're never going to have a game to play on it. Super, Street Fighter 2, £8. Star Wing, £6. There you go. It's it's really not terrible. Link to yeah, the as long past, as you don't want to play a Mario game, it's fine. Well, Link <laughs> to the Past, 35 quid there. Mm. Uh, but yeah, the Mario, ga- Mario game is not bad. 15 quid for Mario World, which was the SNES one. F-Zero, £8. You know I might get one. I have no need for one. Don't be stupid, Richard. Will Allison smack you? Save, save, save that money for the <laughs> thousand-year door. If you're going to buy a 55 yeah. quid snares, just put that, buy a copy of the thousand-year door for 52. That's it. That's it. Yeah. It, it's not on my list of consoles that I need, to be honest, because it's very Raspberry Pi-able. It's covered by the Pi, yeah. Yeah. It, it's, there are no problems there with the snares, so spending yeah. money on it would purely be a, a vanity project. Um, however, I would like a Saturn and a PS3 and a Wii U. Those, those are the three that I feel I'm missing. Why a Saturn? Because it's, why not? 
I've always um, wanted a Sega Saturn. <laughs> Not Saturn, sorry, sorry, no, no, did. I'm saying it wrong. Dreamcast. Dreamcast, yes, fair enough. That's what <laughs> I meant, sorry. Yeah, not the Saturn, that the leads, Dreamcast. That leads nicely into the next story on the list, actually, it, it the Dreamcast. Shenmue <laughs> yes. 3. Jesus, you would think we were doing this on purpose. <laughs> so, I know, it makes us so professional, doesn't it? So, right, so there's this game called Shenmue, which I've never played. <laughs> But it was a big Dreamcast title, wasn't it? People yes. are obsessed with this game, and I do mean yes. obsessed, and I don't know why. Right. Because I, I watched I watched people play it on YouTube, and it looked like the most profoundly irritating yes. way time, you know, way to spend your time I've ever seen. Okay. It's a life sim built, uh, you know, with a really cheesy kung fu story, but you like you have to go to work and you drive a forklift, and it takes place in real time in like 1990 something or 1980 something and they modeled the weather based on what the actual weather was <laughs> at that time and in like if place. if the story's like you have to go and see this bloke in this shop and you go you basically so real time you real time go to the town and if you get there too late and the shop is shut you have to wait all night for them to open again <laughs> right yes but, but people fucking love Shenmue. <laughs> but hang, hang on, sorry. Wait, Shenmue. do you mean real time like real world time? Yes. So yes, if I'm like playing this game at night, the shops are shut. Yes. Oh, I can't be doing that. Fuck that. That's yeah. like that's like uh, Animal Crossing on the 3DS. Which is inexplicable yes. to me, Animal Crossing, which basically you turn <sighs> up and someone bribes you and then you're basically indentured servitude to this person as you buy your way out of slavery. Absolutely. And every time, every time you buy your way out of slavery, he adds an upgrade to your house so that you're, you then have Back to remortgage. Yeah. It's a hellish existence. It's horrible. Yeah, I've, I've not yeah. been back to my town on my 3DS for quite some time because I always want to play at night and it's all your shops are closed. Like, why? Because it's yep. night. Uh, but I can't play in the day. I'm a human being. I sleep throughout the day. And but, <laughs> this, yeah. okay, but so people are obsessed with Shamu. Um, yeah, Shamu too. I think it ended on a cliffhanger, and so people have been waiting three years. Yeah, but like this yeah, was a Dreamcast game. Like fourteen years, isn't it, since Shamu Two came out? Well, that, yeah. yeah. So that Shamu Two is available on the original Xbox. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that that is much more available as a game to play, um, and so yeah, the people have been waiting for over a decade to play Shenmue um, Three. I think it was this year it was uh, announced uh, Shenmue Three. It was uh, I think it was Kickstarted, yeah, actually by the original developer, and this is now the first sort of proper trailer. And I watched it, and it gave me rickets. <laughs> well yeah because it looks like it was from the it looks like it was made in the time of rickets because yeah. <laughs> it literally looks like a ps2 game and it's already been delayed by a year and it's been like I say it was kickstarted in about 0.2 femtoseconds oh, because yeah. like i say people love this series and the first thing they did was turn around and say mm, it's delayed for a year sorry oh yeah if they had had a you know a, a blue peter style uh to to totalizer yeah, totalizer it would have fucking exploded killing everyone in the studio but uh, yeah, it's a really, you know what it reminds me of? Have you ever seen uh, whenever a new sort of game engine comes out, people online, they do like, here's Sonic in Unreal Engine. And, yeah. you know, it's a hyper realistic environment with Sonic 
with the Sonic model, and it just looks so out of place. It has realistic lighting all over it, and uh, you know, particle effects, weather effects, everything, and it's just so. It's a it's it, oh, this is exactly because <laughs> the environments and the lighting um, are I tell great. You what got me. Well, it's the eyes. The eyes, the shape of Dead the faces. fucking eyes. Yeah. They've literally just taken the character models from this Dreamcast-era game, and instead of redesigning them, they've just smoothed the edges and dropped it into the new engine, and it looks so messed up. It really looks fucked up, doesn't it? It looks terrible. Yeah. Oh. And it's not just the faces. The bodies are all boxy. So this begs the question, how long do you think it'll be until it's impossible to get a game funded on Kickstarter? Because oh, it can't be much longer. How because many more times? There's, if someone told me I've got a new game on Kickstarter, can I have some money? Fuck off. No. No. <laughs> you can maybe, maybe if you make a good game and you put it on a disc and I can buy it in a shop, then perhaps we can talk. But, oh... No. Well, the only ones that are now still having success with that are like seasoned developers. Now that you know, this Shenmue is the original developer coming back and saying, you know, look, you know, I can make a game. Give me some money, I'll make you a game. And that now, with the look of this, it looks like he may be, you know, bringing that to an well, end as well. And he seems to have the backing of Sony because I've seen yes. it on. On, I've seen videos of this and the guy himself on the Sony PlayStation YouTube channel. I think it may be an exclusive. Right. Um, well, it's not going to be on the Dreamcast. So, uh, yeah, they're pushing it. You'd think they could just give him the money to fucking make it if they want to sell it that badly, wouldn't you? Because they will sell a million, billion copies of this. Exactly. Like, because cause it's, such a, it's such a beloved game. For some yeah. reason, I, I literally—I I don't know if it's because I wasn't really paying attention to what the dream, what was on the Dreamcast at the time, but it befuddles me how much people love Shenmue. And what's odd is that specifically people love Shenmue Two. I never hear anything about Shenmue One, and now this is three. So was one shit, or I, I don't know what's going on. I don't on. know. What I can tell you is that Shenmue for the Dreamcast is £30, whereas Shenmue 2 for the Dreamcast is 55 I don't know if Shenmue is Shenmue a person, is Shenmue a place, is Shenmue a concept, is Shenmue a vegetable, memorable, whatever. I- it's not just a place, but a state of mind. <laughs> I think it's a person, isn't it? Isn't the main guy Shenmue? I don't. I don't, I don't know. I didn't even know what the game was until five minutes this ago. This is very I don't much know. a Zelda. You know, I love, I love <laughs> Zelda. He's great. Yeah. It's like, really? Uh, yeah, you've played the game and read the words, haven't you? Yeah. It's hard like that. Uh, and then they put voice acting in and look what they go and do. But there you go. Someone will yell at us about this, by the way, because people fucking oh. love Shenmue. That's fine. I when, fucking do, love being yelled at. Do you know what? We're not slagging off Shenmue I mean I've said it's not for me but that's <laughs> yeah, fine it's not for me um, but objectively this looks shit and we're saying it yeah. looks shit the gameplay might be great but it looks like a fucking Dreamcast game so that that is what it is do you know what this actually leads us on to uh, what is it We Happy Few 
Yes. Because that's very uh, close to the Kickstarter sort of concept. Yeah. Yeah, because the reason why I put this this story in the, the Slack is because I've, I've talked about this before. Now, the whole concept of We Happy Few sounds like my favourite game of all time, essentially. Yep. But I am profoundly worried now that they've put this out. Have you seen how much they are charging people for this fucking game? Or they mm-hmm. want to now? Ooh, that's quite steep. Well, it's it's so this is a game that was a was it a Steam Greenlight yeah game and is being picked up by a big distributor, whatever gearbox yeah. gearbox, and turned into a triple A title. Mm-hmm. So now, what is this? P- uh, fucking hell! Yeah, Xbox One fifty nine ninety nine or fifty four ni- fifty four ninety nine for a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just for fucking ridiculous. Yeah, and for, and for a game that has started as one thing, so it started as like a roguelike sort yeah. of thing, and now apparently it's something completely different now. Because the last time I watched someone, because I again I was sort of really on the fence about this, mm. and it was like I say it's been in early access on the Xbox Store for a while, so I was really on the fence about it. So I watched um, uh, the fellow Many a True Nerd. Um, you watch watched him, too? him play. I watched him, yeah. yeah. And so I watched him play We Happy Few, and it was such a pain in the ass. It was one mm. of those things that he was. The man is is not a silly guy, um, the guy, John, and um, he struggled through it because it was so obtuse and say the, the, the sort of the inventory system was really messed up. And apparently these guys went back and went, OK, we've heard people what they've said. And now apparently the system, the, the way the game works is completely different. So I'm I'm really concerned about what exactly this game is now. What's confused me about it um, was this game was announced sort of a couple of years ago. Yeah. And its announcement after when it got kickstarted uh, or, you know, whatever crowdfunded, they came out very heavy. They seemed to put a lot of that money into the marketing and presentation of it. Yeah. It had live action trailers. It had in-universe TV shows. Uh, chat shows, you know, you know, all this. They hired actors uh, to film this, you know, really high production quality, mm. and not that much of a game behind it. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. I really don't understand. I really don't understand, kind of, because that when when they sort of, when I sort of watched a video of it and it was like, mm. okay, so it's inventory management and it's and it's all this sort of thing. I thought that's really weird because I thought they were sort of aiming towards it was going to be like a like a sort of really strong narrative game in the mm. not like a walking simulator but a, sort of in that vein of it because the the story as i understand this and this is just from like when i first got it you know we heard about it is that it's a sort of uh fake 1960s style britain yeah. and everyone is medicated up the ass you have to take your happy pills and yeah. if you don't take your happy pills then people will treat you as sort of a an outsider, a, a, you know, a killjoy type thing. Yeah. Yeah. So the idea, it's a, yeah, essentially, you think that the, the Christian Bale film Equilibrium meets 1984, which sounds great because I love Equilibrium. <laughs> yeah, I like that film actually. It's underrated. <laughs> it's but, yeah. So, so that's basically the idea. It's sort of a, a, a alternative history post that is one of those ones that we join the Axis forces in World War Two, and subsequently the British people did something so terrible that now. The the whole population is medicated with this stuff called joy, um, but you say my my fundamental problem is a how much they now want to charge you for this, and they're saying that there will be DLC, there will be blah 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 blah, which you have to pay extra on top of if you know by the season pass as well as 
paying 52 quid for a or 54 quid for a, the Xbox One version for example so you're probably looking at the thick end of 670 quid for this yeah. thing now even though like say it was green lit and funded by other people already and um, yeah I don't really understand how the mechanics are going to work anymore because apparently they've completely changed it can I again. add can I add that I very much hate season passes like, yeah I, I don't want to mm. buy the game again bit by bit eked out over the next year it, it's just a shitty thing I, I hate it it's stuff that if you can put stuff in a game that's good put it in the game please uh, yeah, I mean, I was uh, when when well, I was obviously say when I'm I'm sort of still prevaricating between you know if I will pre-order Wolfenstein Two, um, the new Colossus, and say I was a bit disappointed when they came out and said, oh, and there's a season pass. Just like, oh, great, okay, so yet more money on top of it. Yeah, and I'm not really I'm not really going for them. Um, and again, bringing it back, that sort of a thing that uh, EA started and Mass Effect was a big proponent of. Uh, and now we are in an age where Mass Effect Andromeda gets no DLC. It's a strange world. It really is. When, oh, world. I was nearly about to pre-order Wolfenstein 2 till I saw the release date. When is it? October, October the 27th. Oh, that's a big day this year, isn't it? Yeah, because the set Orange or Assassin's Creed Origins comes out the same day. And Stranger Things Season 2 comes out. Uh, does uh, it really? Yeah. Yeah, they've done the clever thing of launching it three days before Halloween because they figure it'll take people that long to get through it. Uh, the the big, I, I do think it will all be destroyed by the fact that Super Mario Odyssey also comes out on that day because that's what I'll be doing for the next 72 hours following that day. Uh, I, I bet Super Mario Odyssey is the best-selling game of that. I know, yeah, well, th- this is the thing, Nintendo and I... Um doesn't Zelda have a season pass? It does, sadly, yes. Yeah. Nintendo are getting into it. Don't worry about it. Yeah, absolutely. It seems that while they are embracing the positive aspects of, you know, uh, modernizing some of their game design, which has led to Breath of the Wild being one of the best games ever, they're also taking some of the negative traits. Yeah. Uh, the only positive with the DLC was that it was seventeen ninety nine and not like the price of the game again. Uh, or anything like that. So I don't have it yet. I, I actually do intend to get it at some point. I've heard it's quite good. I've yeah. Heard it's quite- yeah, me too. Um, the, but it's lot- nice to know that afterwards. <laughs> you know, it's nice to see that it's quite good and then buy it rather than exactly to be expected to put down the money at the point of purchase. I think the last de- uh, season pass I actually bought was for Batman Arkham Knight. And that was a mixed bag. They they usually so are because yeah. they can be once they've got your money. Yeah, um, well, it was a mixed bag because Arkham Knight was uh, developed by Rocksteady, and the DLC that they developed for the game was quite good, but unfortunately, uh, because it was uh, published by Warner Brothers, yeah, uh, they wanted to develop some of the DLC as well. Right, and they did that. They did a significant piece of the DLC, which was a story piece where you play as a uh, Batgirl and it was shit. I think it I've was, seen Alison play that. It was worse than uh, their previous attempt when they did Batman Arkham Origins. Right. So people were already pissed off that they were sticking their noses in again. So mixed bag, mixed bag. But um, I, 
Yeah. It's just a way to gouge us for more money, and, and it yeah. frustrates me when it works. Um, I mean, they say that video games, you know, it's, you know, a very expensive. Uh, it's very expensive to make a, a game, but it's also one of the most profitable. I mean, video games have surpassed films oh. in terms of the profit margins that they're going to draw in. Just, just so, as Rockstar. <laughs> yes. You know, is is GTA Five still in the top? Oh, undoubtedly. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's another game we got fucked out of DLC for. Um, GTA Five was supposed to have story DLC, but GTA Online did so well that they abandoned uh, all plans of that and shifted everything to bringing out stuff for GTA Online. I'm I'm gutted about that because that's really disappointed. Their story DLC has been some of the best DLC I've ever had for any games. Undead Nightmare. Undead Nightmare is a fucking work of genius. I'm oh I could you just mention it and I could go and sit and play it again. Uh, Because it's just flawless. And even the GTA 4 add-ons, the the Lost and the Damned and the Ballad of Gay Tony were great fun. Oh, so good. Yeah. And, you know, I'm still a bit hurt that they've not done anything like that for GTA 5. Because I've never been fussed about the online. Not only did they not do it, not only did they not do it, there is evidence that, like, they actually started making it. They started, they got the actors in. There is evidence that they did mocap. They did... uh, uh, audio recording, and then they just abandoned it because GTA Online was making them shit tons of money with considerably less effort put in on their part. <sighs> I mean, I understand it's a business, you know, but still. Mm. Red Dead Redemption. Why is every too? story having such a sad ending tonight? I don't know. Let's. let's it's the Doritos. It's the Doritos. Because this. Uh, let's talk about Madden's referees making human errors. Is this some so clever this is, AI? Yeah, this is this is this is a story that's a bit for me, boys, because you know you I fucking love football. Um, so um, this is American football, so not you know this is hand egg. So um, <laughs> the Maddens, I sort of follow. I you know I own a few of them. Um, you know I, I do play them occasionally. I don't. You, you don't need to buy one every year. But um, Madden 18 is a bit different because they put a, a story mode in for the first time, um, and now this this news has come out that uh, the refs also are programmed to fuck up occasionally, which irritates me no end because fundamentally about games, the thing that pisses people off is this whole like, if it's fair, then it's that's what it is. But this whole idea of the refs may at any time, like in a real game, you know, call, make a wrong call and then you lose. That's kind of bullshit to me, um, especially as Madden 18 as well. They're now pushing like a, a tournament for, for people who play. So basically they will pick the best player of there's, there's 32 NFL teams. They will pick the best person representing each team and then there will be a big tournament for all of those people. I can't wait to read the article that says <laughs> X and Y person screwed over by electronic ref. You know, they made the wrong call yeah. and you couldn't challenge it. Uh, Cause there is a system in, in football that if they've, if a ref makes a call and you don't like it, you can challenge it as a coach. Um, but there are then circumstances under which you can't challenge it. So um, 
yeah, it's it's complicated, but I just feel that okay, you want to make the most realistic sports sim ever, EA Sports, but you can draw a line under ref fuck ups. I think I feel like you could you could leave that out and everyone would be happy. It's been many years since I played an EA Sports game. Uh, tell me, is it still in the game? Oh yes, it's still in the <laughs> game. Oh yeah, okay, that's okay. I'm happy with that. Oh, I love this. I do as oh, well. I, knew you would. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> I really do. Why not? Go for it. I like it. I, I play an alarming amount of EA sports games, which I find inexplicable and weird. Yeah, uh, I was quite interested to see you were playing at NHL two, 2005 or whatever it was, wasn't it? Yeah, no one's playing that online, I can tell you that. Uh, and I've got NHL 2005. I think I've got NBA Live 2005 as well on there, on the PS2. I just like these old EA sports games for sports that I would never, ever play in real life. So what's, what makes me laugh is that obviously they strive for accuracy now. Um, the problem is they bring these games out like this time of year, so like August, and the big American sports, I mean, baseball has been ongoing for some time. Baseball finishes in October, but the NFL and the NBA are sort of just starting and their transfer windows are still open, which means the NBA... 2k18 now has a player with the wrong jersey on their cover because they just got traded yesterday oh <laughs> so yeah i mean because like it's, it's weird to me they're bringing out madden now because i'll like say the transfer as we call it in england the transfer window is still open and at this point in the season the season hasn't quite started so basically all nfl teams have to cut down their rosters they're at 90 at the moment, and in a few weeks' time, they have to cut down their roster to 53 people. So basically, Madden, how because it's coming out this week, has to have all of these people on their on the rosters until they are cut, and they don't know who that's going to be. They don't even know who the starting quarterback is going to be for most of the, some of these teams. So basically, one day you'll put Madden 18 in, and it'll just go, "No, I've got to do a giant update." Because yeah, I was going to say, I see a day one update coming here. Changed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So all of, all of this could be solved by adopting basketball's rules of you know you can only play for the team <laughs> in the country where you in the in this in the state where you live. Yeah, players can't, can't be traded. That's that's it. Basically, Why did we not get a basketball game? Why? Oh, that would have been awesome. Been fucking brilliant. I'm that still... would have been the only game where you have to play with your microphone turned on and team speak on. Yeah. That'd be amazing. I, I That would have been a game where the toxicity of the player base adds to the experience. Somebody get on that, please. Get a get Match a basketball. <laughs> I'm actually still a little bit hurt that there isn't a professional basketball league. Like Absolutely. It, it, it should have taken off as a thing. Yeah, I mean, because like bloody bloody Quidditch took oh. off. Exactly. <laughs> and that, unless it's that kind of response, and rightly so, quite frankly, it's a, it's not a workable game in real life. Have you seen people try to play it? No. Yes. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> of course it fucking is. Of course it's it a, is. It's a perfect combination of comedy and tragedy. It's just, you don't know, you know, there are tears in your eyes and you don't know whether you're laughing or crying. Do you know what, it's though? The same, it's the same reaction those Doritos elicit. Similar, yes. Do you know oh, what, though? That's a diarrhea. You, you get flying brooms working and come back to me on this one, because th- that would change it entirely. Oh, absolutely. You know, I'd be a bit more up for that, but as it is, until you're flying on your broom. Well, the thing is, I do want them to launch this, because as the books point out, the only reason that game is workable is not only the brooms, but 
the sort of magical healthcare available because the injuries. Oh yes, the oh, injuries. Oh, there must be some profound injuries. It, it, oh, yes, fantastic. They've been doing their best to make you know uh, football and rugby and everything as safe as possible in recent years. There's nothing you can do for Quidditch. <sighs> Don't really play Quidditch, people. Play video games instead. That's my recommendation. Uh, what else do we have? Nintendo are upsetting me by making a slightly different coloured piece of plastic on a thing and making me want to buy it again because it's a slightly different piece of plastic. Which is well, a way I mean, of saying... They're, they're making a, a, a SNES-themed 3DS XL. I mean, if you can't get uh, other SNES, you could definitely buy this, and yes. it's nicer, I think, actually. I think so, yeah. I think it's fucking gorgeous, and I want one so much and have no reason to get one <laughs> at all. But I do, because I so was you know, I. getting a 2DS, and it can fuck off, so I want this instead. Exactly. <laughs> oh, so jealous. And the thing is, unlike the, you know, the, class, the SNES Classic, I'm pretty sure this thing... You'll probably stand a better chance of getting hold of it. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, you'll be able to get hold of it. You can play, say they've got the virtual console, you can play SNES games on it anyway, and you can take it wherever you like, and it looks cool as fuck. Why wouldn't you buy this? I, I'm on board. I just, I mean, the the only difference between this and any other 3DS XL on the planet is the color of the plastic on the outside of it and the mm. color of the buttons. That's it. That's the only difference. There is no justification for buying this if you own a working 3DS XL or a set of working 3DS XL. Oh, no. Whoops. I dropped it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's interesting. But uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Um, is Paisley a chewer? Could you perhaps leave it? Sadly, oh. no. He's very Damn. undestructive of things like that. It, it's quite what frustrating. If you what if you tipped it in his dinner and then no, okay. Then. No, he's, he's not, he's not stupid. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, this looks fantastic. I mm. recommend if anyone can, has ever thought of getting a 3DS XL, this one looks gorgeous. Wow. Yeah. Oh, does it come with games? Hang on. What is that? No, it comes, it says the, uh, on the same day, the th- uh, three, uh, 3DS games are getting the cut price Nintendo selects treatment. Oh, I'm so glad I've read that. Yeah, Super Mario 3D Land, Luigi's Mansion uh, uh, 2, and Kirby Triple Deluxe will be available for $15.99. I am assuming that's each. Yes. Yes. Hopefully they'll get a physical release. Well, you need one to, to, to basically batter off the women who will be queuing up to shag you if you own one of these things. That's oh, very true. Because I want Luigi's Mansion 2 and Kirby Triple Deluxe. They are both on my 3DS games to get list, mm. but they're very expensive. So if they're doing th- uh, selects versions of them, that's just their sort of budget range. This has been out for ages yeah. and we've made enough money off it kind of thing. Yeah, classics. Yeah. I've already got Super Mario 3D Land because it's I think, awesome. I assume, everyone else who ha- I assume everyone who has a 3DS has Super Mario 3D Land. <laughs> um, yeah. Otherwise, why have you bought a 3DS? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you know, that, that's what it's for. That and Mario Kart. Uh, yeah. But yeah, these are all sort of 30 quid games uh, if you buy them new. And it's also, uh, you know, just to raise the cynic hat, which I assume I picture as a trilby. Of course it is, yes. Yeah, it's a trilby. Uh, This is also, uh, we were talking about how the the normal sized 3DS, uh, new uh, new Nintendo 3DS model, it was the model which had uh, swappable faceplates. Yeah. And that did not extend to the new Nintendo 3DS XL. 
uh, and they discontinued the regular size one. So yeah, this is probably something that could have cost you 15 quid for yeah. a changeable faceplate, but they realized, oh shit, no, 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 no. <laughs> Let's, Let's make it seem as a, a whole yeah. new console. Yeah. Do you know what? I, I, one thing that's putting me off the idea of doing it, aside from needlessly spending another £180, which kind of precludes the, the whole thing from happening anyway, but also the fact that the, the online service and the eShop for the 3DS doesn't mm. work like normal ones do, I couldn't just re-download all my stuff onto it. Really? Yeah. You couldn't, like, transfer your account? Over no. The, 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 really? The software that you buy is linked to the console, not the account. Oh. And it is something that Nintendo have been very heavily criticized for over the years. And it's taken until the Switch for them to stop doing it. Oh, they uh, fucked themselves with that. Yeah. And so... Oh, they made me into a racist caricature for some reason. Yeah. That's how offended I am. So, yeah. So, the games that <laughs> I... They're the, just bastards. Yeah. Again, they've been a shitty boyfriend again. So, yeah. The digital games that I bought for my 3DS work on my 3DS. And that's it. So, oh. if, if it breaks, if I get a new one, whatever, then it's a fucking licensing nightmare. I hear tell that you can email Nintendo and they'll help you out. But... I don't want to email anybody just because I bought a new 3DS, unless I'm yeah. emailing someone specifically to brag. But uh, you know, now, for people like myself and Emma, Woo! yeah, this is still this is not a major problem because you know we're sort of near the end of you know this is probably one of the last models of 3DS that there's going to be. Yeah, absolutely. So our need to upgrade is unlikely. But I still don't want to support that kind of shittiness. I'm in an ethical quandary. Oh, just get it. They know you're oh. going to get it. If you, if you can, this is the one to get. It's so cool. Look at it. It's just pretty. It's so fucking gorgeous. So, <laughs> yeah, I totally understand. You should get one. I would if I didn't already have one. This would be the one I'd get. I have until October 13th to decide. Oh, is that when it's out? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. Why is everything in October? In time for Christmas. Okay. All right then. That, that's that's <laughs> it. Yeah. Sorry. That's well, it it's, probably more, it's probably more Thanksgiving, actually, isn't it? Yeah. You want because something. Obviously, for th- that's a big buying thing, isn't it? You need time to get stuff out there, get it advertised, get kids plugging at parents to get them something, give the oh. parents time to get it, etc. Gotcha. Oh, I, sorry. I just realized. I just realized that when it's folded out, it's supposed to look like a. A SNES. Well, yeah, I didn't realize that the bottom that was supposed to be the cartridge slot. Yeah. I didn't recognize that. I thought it just looked, was supposed to look like the underside of a SNES. Oh, my God. It just became... Oh, yeah. Fuck ethics. Sold. There you go. Yeah. There you go. They <laughs> oh, know. I have a price. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can be bought. They know. It, it frustrates me. Anybody's for the right price. I'm I mean, just saying, if there's any young people listening, if you take this to school, you are going to be that bitch, I'll tell you. Yeah. Everyone was going to love it. This is, this is the passport to coolness. Is it, though? I, d- I don't know. But yes. It is uh, for I, me, but I'm a fucking nerd. So my, my, um, <laughs> I my, my barometer is much lower. This is probably why I found school hard. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Oh, I found that story about the, the Bioshock Collector's Edition. You can only buy it in America, though. 
Can you? It said in the article. Yeah, if you look at the article, it said it's only available in the US of A. That doesn't say much about what bio- the makers of this game think about America. Like, $200 and it's just got a statue of something in. I'm really not into these. I mean, I know you've got a few, Mike, but I'm not into these statue things. Like, when they... It's, it's not for me. I, I think I said, like, the first episode, I don't need things that get dusty and more dusty things in this in this room mm. so i don't know it is it's I just cre- i crave dusk I, I i just yeah i love it's it collecting also, the I, dust. I would i would feel i would feel difficult i would feel awkward justifying this to my significant other you know how much it's cost <laughs> you know it's it's awkward but yeah it, it seems like a lot of money for that myself and I'm, I'm sure there are people who, who really well, love there's it there's a but, solution um, to that there's an easy solution to that solitude don't buy it oh fair enough Sorry. yeah okay <laughs> it's another foot high statue yeah well it's kind of funny because the um the original when bioshock originally came out it had a collector's edition and it was awful it was really really bad it had a little uh big daddy figurine in it right and it was it was about um six inches six inches tall and it was made out of like a really uh fragile uh, what do you call it? Sort of plastery type stone. It wasn't very. It, it was stone basically, and it was in a really bad pose. It was just like instead of like the big daddy, uh, the way they appear in the game, sort of bent knees, hulking around. You know, the the drill held out in front of them. It was like it was loaded into memory. It was in its sort of T pose, right? Mm. Standing sort of bolt upright with its arms down by, uh, by its sides and then just pointed out in front. And a lot of them broke in shipping. They, were, they arrived and the packages broke. And I have one. I was going to say, that was. are you looking at one right now? That was. Well, the- I'm not because <laughs> mine did break and uh, it's currently sort of in a box in the back of the room. Um, so, yeah, it's kind of funny that now they're doing this one. And, it, you know, in terms of the thing itself, it looks quite good, but two hundred dollars? I mean, no, no, absolutely not. No, um, yeah. Anyway, we have one more last story. Uh, Sony blocks yet another game from console cross console play with Xbox One. Um, I I just put this in here. I didn't even look up what game it is because uh, it, it's worth mentioning the following. They aren't going to allow cross-console play from the, the PS4 because nope. there are millions more PS4s than there are any other console. <laughs> they know that one reason you have to buy a PS4 is that that's the one all your mates are playing on. And the chances are your mates have got PS4s. They don't want you thinking, oh, I could get an Xbox One and still play with everybody. So get over this. It's never going to change. <laughs> yes. Yes, I agree. And also worth mentioning, Sony are the ones historically in this generation and the one before who have had some issues with their online service and maybe not overly keen to let anyone else fuck around with it. Yeah. Uh, I've seen the Microsoft guys try and make Sony look like the big, big bad guy with the whole, oh, we've got it working in the office, but Sony won't let us sell it to you. And like, yeah. And do you know what, Microsoft, if there were as many more Xboxes in the world as there are PS4s, you Absolutely. wouldn't let Sony do it either. Yeah. So there you go. 
that's that's really all there is to it it's never going to change just just don't get upset every time yet another game doesn't do this but it's the internet it's the internet rich you're telling people not to get upset i know i'm fighting (laughs) a losing battle but i have to know that i've at least put it out there and just said it's not gonna happen uh get a ps4 like everybody else (laughs) (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry play whatever console you want but yeah being able to just play with your mates is a big selling point they're not going to yeah. give that up they, they're just not uh i believe you can do cross console play with the switch and the xbox on rocket league when that comes oh yeah out that's yeah that, that, that was a big thing that they made loads of noise at, about back in E3, it's, it's sort of something that they're trying, you know, both Microsoft and Sony, who have considerably less player base, they're sort of banding together. Exactly. To try and make Sony look bad. And it's just not, it's not really going to work. It's not going to have an effect. Yeah, I think Sony are fine. Yeah, really. as, a, as, a, as a Sony user, as a PlayStation, you know, I mean, I'm a PC guy, but the, the PlayStation's sitting there. I don't feel... Like I'm missing out on a great deal by not being able to play online games against Microsoft, you know, Xbox and Switch. I don't feel like that's something I need. No. So yeah. there we go, everybody. Hit there thereby ends the news. That's that's everything. What a busy week. Mm. Yeah. I wish it'd been that busy for Tech It or Leave It, but no such luck. <laughs> busy week for us though it's good uh so is there anything anybody's been playing or wants to talk about otherwise or oh so i'm still playing far cry primal still liking it so yeah um I've, I'm, I'm i'm over halfway through now uh so uh, what i didn't realize which is quite interesting up until a couple of days ago when i was playing is actually non quite non-linear because there are basically a whole bunch of missions and you can play them in any order you like, which is quite nice. Um, it sort of doesn't, I mean, you have to, there are certain conditions you have to meet to, to do a couple of the missions. Like you have to have certain abilities, but um, other than that, you can kind of tackle it as you fancy, which is quite nice. And I haven't really experienced that in any other Far Cries yet. So yeah, like it. So I'm, I'm getting extremely keen to see where I end up with it. So yeah. Is, is it the kind of uh, thing where you can continue the main story at any point you like, or yeah. do you have to like com- uh, complete a certain amount of side quests in any, you know, you can sort of pick which ones you want to do in any order yeah, you, and then that unlocks the, the next story mission. Yeah. I mean, there are certain, I'll say there's certain, certain uh, conditions you have, you could sort of play up to a certain point and then the game's like, well, you really need to be able to do this to continue. Right. So it oh, behooves shit. you to go and do do some other shit and level up and um, so yeah. you kind of tame some different beasts which will help you in certain other parts of the game. So um, you could crash on with it. I think you could you could manage. Mm. But uh, if, you, if you're just a person who kind of just wants to blast through the, the story and not too worry much about worry too much about the other extraneous stuff but yeah it kind of uh you get a lot more out of it for doing because let's say you can recruit people to your village and then you go and do their their little story essentially right so you you could not do any of that um but it's it is nice it sort of it makes the story much more rich to do so so yeah yeah cool cool that sounds fun yeah um yeah so 
that's it for me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we need to figure out smoother transitions for this. We do. Can we, yep. can we get sort of, uh, can we graphicize this? Can we have sound effects? You know, big whooshes? I'm happy to have sound effects. I'd be happy for that too. I'll look into this then. You do for, that. For next time. That's fine. Um, it's been a largely retro week for me, oddly, uh, after spending so much time sort of getting the pie up and running and fiddling about with settings and stuff. I've actually started playing some games on it, which... Uh, yeah, it's often the thing you forget to do with that, isn't it? It's the thing that you forget <laughs> to do. So uh, it's funny you mentioned earlier on, um, I played some uh, I played Super Mario World, which I haven't played since I was about 12, and I beat it, which was awesome. So I still, I still got it. I still got it. I, I admittedly, I beat it by using the, uh, the hidden sort of levels to skip half the game. <laughs> But I still beat it. That's the point. <laughs> I, if it's in there. I unlocked all the colored Yoshis, which, yay. And, uh, yeah, I was sort of disappointed by how, you know, the game, if you start taking the sort of the hidden exits and hidden routes through places, it starts throwing increasingly difficult levels at you. And then I sort of stumbled upon the shortcut that takes you straight to the final castle, <laughs> to Bowser's castle. And I was really disappointed by how easy that castle was and how easy it was to beat Bowser. But I did it, and I may go back and sort of actually make my way through all the stuff that I skipped. But I played the, uh, funny enough, I played the uh, Game Boy Advance remake of right. it. Because I've been looking into, uh, part of looking through all these retro games is finding the right version to play. Yeah the right port or the right remake version. So um, I watched a, a series on YouTube. Um, There's a guy, he does a series called uh, Remake or Rebreak. I think his, I think his YouTube pages or his YouTube channels, uh, Exo Paradigm Gamer, which, yeah, okay, catchy. But uh, it seems that the best version of sort of the classic Mario games to play are the, the GBA remakes. All right. Yeah, it seems that they generally have sort of better uh, better features. And, um, they have features which make it easier. Like at any point in the game, I could press select and see which levels have secret exits and stuff like that. But they all also make the, the actual platforming slightly different, more difficult because you can see less of the, the screen. Yeah. You can see slightly less of the screen. So it sort of balances out a little bit. But uh, it really pissed me off the numbering convention they they took for the the gba uh remakes of the mario series what did they do super mario advance oh is a remake of super mario 2 yeah super mario advance 2 is a remake of super mario world which is basically super mario 4 yeah super mario advance 3 (laughs) is super mario world 2 which is you know the yoshi game where you have Baby Mario on your back. And then Super Mario Advance 4 is Super Mario 3. And I am of the personality type where that is like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah. Mm. I, I totally understand. It, it is, so, yeah. Yeah. And I have made this worse because the other fr- uh, old franchise that I'm going back and playing is Final Fantasy. Oh, that's just <laughs> yes. the, oh, that's the worst one for that. It's so bad. Because you have games which weren't released in America or Europe. 
And so that threw the numbering convention out of sync. Yeah. And then those games were eventually released. I'll tell you what the problem is. It's called Final Fantasy and there's 17 of them. Which one's it? It's not very final, is it? I only intend on going up (laughs) to six. I only intend, well, maybe seven, because seven's on the. I was going to say, I thought seven, seven was the one that is everyone is in, sort of has rhapsodies about. So oh, maybe yeah. it's. Everyone's, yeah. But, do, I, um, do I not need to play? Is there a recognized, like, if you've never played one, this is the one to start with? <laughs> seven, I think. Right. And that's yeah, on what? The PS1? That's PS1 and currently being remade for PS4. I'll um, wait for that a, then. A complete remake, yeah, although that's going to be a. They're like they're remaking it, so it's going to be possibly a, a quite different game, mechanically speaking. Ah. Also, it's so, turn-based combat, which is up. Yeah, I think I think part of the remake is that they may be adding real time. I'm not sure. I'm a, there's very little information so far. I'm okay with uh, turn-based combat because that's very Fire Emblem and Pokemon. Mm. Well, I, I started playing, uh, so I, I have started playing Fire, uh, no, uh, no, Fire Emblem, uh, Final Fantasy 1. And I, I started playing the GBA version, but I later learned that apparently the better version is the PSP version, right. where they actually like, redrew all the sprites. And it got like a, a nice sort of orchestral score, but you can switch at any time back to the, the, uh, the NES sort of chiptune score. So that required me installing the PSP emulator on the Raspberry Pi, which was a bit of a ball ache. I haven't tried that one yet. It's it. There's a good reason it doesn't come as default. Right. Um, it's a bit more fiddly, uh, but I got it working and I got, uh, I had to sort of go into its own separate menu and remap all the controls. So I'm actually going to restart playing Final Fantasy one on the PSP version. Um, but it's funny. The it's also funny because I've you know while I've been playing uh, the games on it, I have still been fiddling about with stuff. Yeah, and I've been going in a little bit deeper into it and making changes to the actual emulators to oh. improve them. Right. But, so, like for the PlayStation uh, emulator, because I, I finally managed to track down uh, a decent uh, ROM of of Resident Evil Two. But you can go into the settings and you can like change the uh, uh, the rendering resolution, which makes three models uh, look a lot better. And you can uh, change how it renders textures to improve, uh, to sort of smooth them out a little bit and things like that. But uh, it's it's a bit more in depth. It requires having a keyboard hooked up to the Pi. You can't just do it with yeah your control pad. Uh, but it does it makes it look quite a bit better i don't know if there's a way to do it for the n64 emulator but i assume there probably is there's all Uh, kinds of stuff on there that i've never really dived into i also added a bunch of splash screens that's always fun that's always fun just a whole bunch of different you know randomizing them yeah Uh, that was just a giggle but yeah that's been uh this week I lost. Yeah, this week it's been a like I said, it's been a hectic week. We've had builders in and all that, so I haven't had uh, a lot of time for gaming. And I lost a couple of days to the defenders. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, me, me too. Not that much. I was thinking. I was thinking. Yeah, eight episodes far better, far better than the twelve. Yeah, it was but, a lot easier to take. 
while I was watching it, I was thinking this would make a great four-player beat-em-up. I think we are sorely lacking in four-player beat-em-ups at the moment. We are. We are. Yeah, the old Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Battletoads. The Simpsons yeah. game. The Simpsons mm-hmm. game, yes. That's the one. That's the one. Although, look, you just parse that really irritates me. What What's wrong with it? Well, he's supposed to have unbreakable skin, but other than that, he's vulnerable. You know, like if he gets shot in the head, he still takes the force of it. You know, his skin doesn't break, but everything underneath the skin t- still takes, you know, a considerable amount of force and damage. And yet he can lift cars and rubble and, you know, bend, you know, metal and stuff. So what is he? I don't know. What is he? Come on. I don't know. It's odd. I I agree with you, actually. I, I do agree with you. It's what's his thing? What's his yeah. deal? I, I don't get it. I just know he's really cool. Yes, he is very cool. Um. So anyway, I've been playing another crap ton of games this week, which has been great. A couple of 360 games. Ghostbusters, the game, which I've been waiting to play for ages. Bought it on Steam. Couldn't run it on my computer. So managed to catch it without. That's a great really? one. Yeah. Oh, just, yes, you're a Mac. Yeah, just wasn't having it. Just wasn't having it. It ran passably until sort of the first big event of lots of ghosts on the screen, and then it just no, forget it. So turned into a flip book. Yeah, so Xbox 360 version playable. That what more can I ask for? Uh, Funny enough, the 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 problem I have running that because I have that on uh, Steam. The problem I have running it on Steam is quite the opposite uh, because I have a pretty decent computer. I experienced massive tearing, like really bad tearing. It's putting out too many frames. Right. And I have a shitty monitor. So I really want to get a uh, a decent monitor with like a G-Sync on it. Yeah. So, yeah, sorry, sorry. But that was my problem. And, uh, <laughs> I'm just jealous that you have yeah, a PC. Yeah, my problems are just too problem. good. Yeah. yeah. I know. It really It's uh, honestly, no, seriously, seriously, it's a problem, guys. And I need you to respect that. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Uh, so I was also playing 007 Bloodstone on the 360. Uh, it's all right. It's, do you know what? It has the same problem that I have observed with the Uncharted games. Uh, one of which Alison is downstairs playing as we speak. She's got the new thing that Ooh. came out, the Lost Legacy. Oh, yes. I've heard, I've heard good things about it. She was gleeful as I left the room. To come up and record <laughs> well, this show. That's just, so, that's just yeah. the way she is when <laughs> you leave any room. That's it. He's, thank God he's gone. Uh, he no, I'm in the good books. I bought the Uncharted Lost Legacy. And that problem is, is that you just, it might as well be on rails. It's not, mm. but it might as well be. It, I thought they changed that up with Uncharted 4. They made the levels a bit more, you know, they sort of, like a Sonic game, like there's two or three different paths. Uncharted, you know, eventually, they all un- lead to the same exit. Uncharted, they may have done, but with Bloodstone, they haven't. It's so linear. And it just makes me feel like, you know, like when we, we first started to get the full motion video games and there'd be things like Dragon's Lair that was just press the button to make the correct piece of video play. It feels yeah. like it's only just a step above that. Right. And so it's, it's kind of, as I've said to Alison, if this was, if they'd just put this game out instead of Spectre, that would have been better. This, it's more exciting and interesting than the movie. 
So it has that going for it, but it does kind of feel just like an interactive movie. There's nothing to it. There's no thought process involved. I think that's, uh, we were talking about the Bond games a while ago and I pointed out that, you know, there haven't been many. They sort of petered out around the beginning of the, uh, the Craig era. And I think that's because the change in the direction of the films really doesn't lend itself to great video games. They, they basically, they got rid of the gadgets. Yes. Press yeah. X to have serious conversation with M. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like, I think the GoldenEye remake had, it had some of the gadgets from the original and they felt really out of place in a Daniel Craig era James Bond. <laughs> Press Y to have existential crisis rather than, <laughs> you know, rappel down a building or something. I mean, part of the <laughs> fun of GoldenEye, God, g- oh. using your laser watch to zap out the bottom yes. of the train in time before it blew up. Ah, oh, God, that was part of the fun. Yeah, and so, oh yeah. come on, let's let's go easy on Daniel Craig. He's he's, he's fucking he's coming back for another one. Yeah. Jesus, he shouldn't. no, he, he shouldn't. I'm, just how much they have paid him for that, I do not know. But it is going to be because yeah. nobody hates James Bond more than, more than Daniel Craig. Craig. Yeah, I I just think let someone do it who'd be thrilled to do it. That's what? that's why I'd rather I'd rather see somebody on screen thinking fucking hell, I'm James Bond rather than Daniel Craig doing his thing anymore. This is the thing. I kind of like Craig's version because that's how people are supposed to think of the character. When Ian Fleming wrote him, James Bond, if you've read the books, you're supposed to read it as, my God, this guy's a fucking monster. Yeah. And Daniel Craig is the first actor who has played it that way. So I respect it, but yeah. I think I've read four Bond novels. I've read three. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, three I have. I, yeah, I've read four. I know this because when I started reading them, I mentioned to my dad and he said, he'll only read three. So I read, <laughs> so I read four. <laughs> <laughs> no, I read three because... Um, yeah, I've yours old man. Um, yeah, I really showed him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Christmas was different this year. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Let me just Silence crack open my fourth gym. James Bond book. Yeah, um, I, they Penguin books did a nice, um, a nice reissue of three of them in one volume. So yeah, I've read. It's on my shelf actually. I'm looking at it now. For Russia with Love, Doctor No, and Goldfinger. Yeah, seems like a weird matchup. Penguin and James Bond. Do you know who who really did? Oh, this is such a bizarre thing. I'm supposed totally to totally imagine the- Bond. I could totally imagine the character of James Bond clubbing a seal to death. And eating it. Oh, God, yeah. He would. He'd eat it raw. They actually, it's Audible did a, a, did all the Bond novels reread by terribly British actors. <laughs> Seriously. So, right, you can get... Sorry, the, you've just caused me to have Bond? a... Oh, you've just caused me to have a, a, a envision. Oh, the next Bond should totally be Stephen Fry. Oh, that would be wonderful. That would be fantastic. But you can get like The Man with the Golden Gun read by Kenneth Branagh or Thunderball oh, narrated God. by <laughs> Thunderball read by Jason Isaacs. Uh, oh, well, it's better than bloody Kenneth Branagh. He can fuck off. I have heard Moonraker read by Bill Nye and it was very good. Oh, mm. uh, and they've they've done all of them. Uh, Octopussy and The Living Daylights read by Tom Hiddleston and Lucy Fleming. Uh, and okay. They, they go on Live and Let Die, read by Rory Kinnear. 
on Her Majesty's Secret Service, David Tennant. Oh, okay. See, and there's so they hmm. read them all, and they the reason I ended up with one is because it's it's synced up with the Kindle version of the book, which blows my fucking um, mind. That is cool, isn't it? It was. Yeah. It really hit home when I was on with this book. I went to the local co-op to get some cash out of the cash machine. I listened to the book in the car, got out, stood in the queue for the cash machine, continued reading on my phone while I was in the queue from the point the fucking car oh. finished, then oh, just got wow. back in the car and carried on listening from where I'd finished reading Stop, to in the queue. Witchcraft. And it was just <laughs> incredible. It was, that oh. was amazing. Oh, black magic. Isn't it? And it, look, this is the same. This is the same race of peoples that produce green Doritos. I know. It doesn't seem possible, does it? I know. <sighs> Why can't all things be as cool as that? But it was that I was just beaming with techno joy all the way home. <laughs> just that is amazing. That is <laughs> cyberpunk as fuck. <laughs> you just get in, Alison. Like, look, get in the car and listen to this right now. Go outside and read this. Now get back in the car. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> It but you know what disappoints me is there is an entire section of humanity that if you tried to, if you showed them that, they would go, oh, right. Yeah, my father-in-law. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're the ones. They are the ones. Not based on race or religion. They are the people we need to burn. Yeah, they are. Absolutely. <laughs> they're the ones we need to, we need to get rid of. Move forward. Yeah, absolutely. I'm on board. Uh Anyway, uh, so I've also been... What else? PS4 was... That's still Shadows of Mordor. Uh, yeah. be, do you know what? It's impossible to progress with that game because you have to move your character to where the next mission starts. But in between you and the next mission are a billion orcs, and smashing <laughs> in orcs is possibly the most satisfying thing I've discovered since, oh, private time to myself in my early teens. Fair enough. You know, it's okay. just so satisfying to kill these I did, orcs. I, I didn't know we were listing that as the things we've been playing this week, but yeah, okay. No, Emma, yeah. half of you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> different, different thing. Uh, but yeah, smashing in orcs, it's brilliant. And I is thought, that a euphemism? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is now. I like that one. I've just been smashing in some orcs. Uh, uh yeah, and I've I've kind of fallen out with God of War on the PS2 because it's it's a thing that's I've got to do that's too hard and it's pissing me off. So <laughs> it's the classic pull the lever which closes the door behind you, but opens this other door where you can pull out this thing and you've got to move the thing to climb on it to jump up to the ledge in the time you've got before the spikes yeah. come out the floor and kill you. And I can't do it quick enough, so fuck that. That's yeah, the God of the God of War franchise is it sort of it's is it it seems to be split between a sort of arena brawler hack and slash game and the platforming, and I've heard very good things about the former. I haven't heard much about the latter. What's the, the, what's the plat platforming like? The platforming stuff has pissed me off. Okay, that that has been a source of great furious anger. Is that due to its quality or your skill? <sighs> Do you know what? A bit of both. It's it's just suddenly excruciatingly hard. Oh right, is there a sort of very sudden? And uh, it, 
difficulty. Yeah, yeah. and it's not like there's a consistent platforming experience throughout the game. It's just suddenly, here's a really hard platform bit for no reason. We know you've not done one for the last 10 levels, but we got bored. Here it is. And you're just like, where where is this come from? (laughs) The platforming guy on the team is starting to look a little forlorn. It really is. It does feel like that. And so it's... I so you pulling, Come on, Tim. Uh, I'm pulling you can this, do this level. I'm pulling this fucking brick around to try and jump on it to jump on something else, thinking I came here to smashing monsters and that was fun, but this is not. It's so hard. You've got no time to do it. And I, I've watched also, I've, go I, I've watched YouTube videos of people doing it. I know I'm attempting to do the correct thing. But right. even when people do, you watch them do it effortlessly, which really no, pisses you off as no, well. No, that's the thing. No one has done this effortlessly. This is oh, okay. everyone only just makes it. So I know it's hard. It's not just me. It's everyone it's else. Seen, it's not a game I've seen speedruns of. No, so, yeah. I've actually only ever seen one. It was at an SGDQ like donkey about four years ago. I think yeah, it was, it was just yeah, about twenty thirteen. Yeah, and you speed run it by glitching your way through. I've never seen right. anyone just speed run it just doing the levels. Essentially, it was someone who was using out of bound clips right. and right. things like that. So it was it wasn't done. Uh, yeah, there are some games like Assassin's Creed. I've never seen speed run because yeah. there is no exploit. You have especially You're the first one. You're forced to progress. Yeah, quite a linear yeah. fashion through them. Yeah, there's there's no way to to sequence break it or do anything like that to kind of get, get around it any quicker. It's it's just one of those games that isn't unless you're what you're, you're in a per, person who's into watching someone press the jump button and pause and select very quickly to glitch their way out of over an invisible wall. Sonic it's boom. only yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sonic Boom, for example. Um, but uh, I'll tell you what, my unique problem. My problem. I think I'm the only person who has this problem with some platforming games. Like I had it when um, playing the recent Tomb Raiders. But I'm terribly afraid of heights and especially <laughs> and sometimes you're playing these games and the camera will just show you the vertical drop <laughs> and my brain goes no 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 and <laughs> i have to kind of you know take some deep breaths because the, the 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 lizard part of my brain which is terribly afraid of heights just goes no don't want to look at it so yeah I'm, i have to kind of just <laughs> i'm having the same problem with gravity rush hd on the ps4 yeah, that um, game yeah. fucks me up. It's a brilliant yeah. game and it's gorgeous, but it fucks me up because it's just <laughs> let's make gravity go this way. <laughs> okay, yeah. that doesn't feel right, and it's let's yeah, run yeah. around the side of this building and other things, and it fucks with me. It's yeah. See, that's interesting because I don't have that problem, and mm-hmm. that worries me. No, I'm sure you'll be. I've fine. been. I, I I've been on the top of. Uh, well, I said you know, it's. Belfast, there aren't really any skyscrapers, but I've been on the top of some of our taller buildings taking photographs. And I've been leaning over the side, no, no vertigo, no nothing. And I've sort of pulled myself back and thought, hmm, that's probably a problem, isn't it? I should have been more afraid of that. Hmm. I should have been more afraid of that. I, yeah. I, I think it's when it's me. wild animals, though. I think that's the problem. Again, wild animals, I'm fine with. There was a guy in our local shopping center with a snake, a nice big snake around his his arms, and everyone was like standing back, recoiling in horror. And he was sort of walking towards them, teasing them with it, you know, as if he was going to go for them. And he went to do it to me. And the first thing that happened was my hand shot up to pet the fucker, and I, it scared him shitless. 
he suddenly had flashes of insurance forms needing to be filled out. That's just a random guy with a snake. It yeah, may well yeah, that doesn't sound fast. like a responsible snake owner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, I, sorry, just to go back, this uh, something else I played very briefly this week that you've reminded me of there with the sort of the vertigo and the problems. I started, uh, I loaded up a Space Engine. Have you ever heard of it? No. The name rings a bell, but I don't know any. Further. It's free. It's completely free. It's not on Steam. You have to go to the, its website. It's basically a universe sim. There's no game to it. You load it up and the universe is there and you can type in, you know, bring up, uh, you know, any planet and go to it. And it, you know, realistically simulates uh, the stars and, you know, nebula and, you know, uh, the whole, basically the universe around it. And it's really beautiful. It's a really beautiful game. If you uh, like that kind of thing, if you like sort of starscapes and uh, if you're a Star Trek fan, I think you could have a lot of fun with it uh, because it's also very moddable. Uh, you can jump to, you can load in fictional uh, places and you can even load in uh, ships, including different models of enterprise and fly, fly around the galaxy in your own little enterprise. Very cool. It's very cool. I only played it for about half an hour because I loaded it up and I started checking out, as you do, first thing to check out, Earth, go to Earth. And I was looking at the information and I was looking at, I was like, where's, where's, where's the moon? Where's the moon? I mean, I can see it from where I'm standing in reality. It shouldn't be that hard to see from Earth's orbit. But no, I had to type it in and sort of sent to the camera. And I was like, oh, that's, that's actually really, really far away. <laughs> that's really far away. Let's, let's go there. Okay, so the moon's quite big. And that's what the Earth looks like from the moon. Let's, let, let's go to Mars. Okay, that's all right. Let's go to Jupiter. Holy. <laughs> yeah, Jupiter's I, quite big. I was... I was, and I, at the last, I ended my session with it by going, okay, let's go to the sun. And have you ever, you ever noticed that the sun? I mean, it looks really small from where we are. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's quite, really quite big. It really is, isn't it? And it's a long way away. Yeah. And there's a lot of nothing in the universe. There really is. It's quite terrifying. And I realized that I was standing there on the surface of the sun and I was experiencing quite bad cold sweats. <laughs> and I, I had to turn it off. I've never really experienced that in a game before and it's not even a game. It's like the monolith from 2001 just showed up in your room. Genuinely, it was sort of, oh, oh, it's quite big, isn't it? Yeah. There's quite a lot of everything, but also a lot of nothing. Yeah, oh. there, there's much more not stuff than stuff. There's a lot of not stuff. Yeah, there's 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 a heck of a lot of not stuff. Uh, so I may I may um you, I may uninstall that. Yeah, <laughs> statistically, you are very lucky to be stuff. <laughs> yes. Well, I've always enjoyed people like throwing out that uh, that Carl Sagan quote. That uh, everything, all matter in the universe was once at the heart of a star. So we are the stuff that stars are made of. But I like the addendum. Yeah, so is a dog turd. 
Yeah. <laughs> Very but yeah, true. I've always thought I've always thought I had you know quite a quite an I'm you know existentially uh, as an atheist I always thought I had quite a nice handle on my place in the universe. But uh, I think the sense of scale um, kind of made me shit my pants. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, humbling uh, to say engine. the least. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that's. Take, but get get cold sweats from playing space. Yeah, genuinely, I was like, "Oh dear!" There you go. I, I think I got lost in a little bit too much. <laughs> well, I hope you you're okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I am nothing. It doesn't matter. All we are is dust in the wind, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to our show, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed it, as have we. Gosh, we've gone long on this one. Uh, yeah, but time, time also is an illusion. It really is. And uh, yeah, so a good way to spend more time is to go over to simplysyndicated.com slash everything and listen to the shows you get when you sign up to support the network. That's We're ever so appreciative of that. And there's an app coming soon as well, which is going to be awesome, he says, knowing nothing about it. But it's, <laughs> it's happening. I'm doing it. <laughs> And uh, also we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash simply syndicated. Thank you to everybody that helps us out. And thank you to everybody who's going there and clicking on it now, aren't you? Yes. Uh, I'll also take this opportunity to plug a new podcast and invite you two onto it, actually. Oh. Yes. I don't know if you saw me post anything on Facebook or in the Slack, but there's a new mm-hmm. podcast that, thanks to Casey, I've named Random Access Memories in which on each show I interview one person about their history of computer gaming. Oh. Yes. I like me like you. Yes. That's so cool. you both have to come on and do one. Okay. Um, yep. An opportunity to talk about myself? Yeah. No, no, I mustn't. <laughs> I yeah. really mustn't. Uh, so it's not like properly out as a podcast yet, but it's, the first episode is up on my SoundCloud page, which is soundcloud.com slash rich. Uh, and it's with Boz. Uh, so it was lots of fun to do. And he mentioned at least two games that I had to go out and buy then, uh, which was great fun. So I'm expecting this to be another series that cost me a lot of money. Uh, but, uh, who's going to who's gonna do you, as it were? I don't know. Alison, get Alison to do it. That's a possibility. Alison wants to come on and do she's, it herself. Well, she's got to be useful for something, right? I know. And uh, yeah, don't don't tell her. No, I wouldn't dare. Well, I'll say actually, Alice. That reminds me of what we you saying about we should have jingles. The amount we talk about Raspberry Pi. Yes, I think the thing to do then is if we have basically the Prince song Raspberry Raspberry Beret, but over Beret, one of you just really blatantly say Pi Pi in the Pi like that. So that that's that's the jingle we should we you should construct. I shall look into that as long as it doesn't get us blocked on SoundCloud again. Uh, <laughs> Again, what did you do? I got, I did get a copyright notice a while ago for a, George, a, a clip of a George Formby song. <laughs> that's so lame. That's, no, that's brilliant. When, when I did those episodes of Top Five with Casey, and I'd put together a list of a, a track of sound effects for the machine. One week, I included the, the just the singing line when I'm cleaning windows. And SoundCloud picked up on that, and it took the episode down, and I got a strike. 
Oh, I mean, that is I'm, bomb. And it's still there. And in the messages folder on my SoundCloud account, it won't let me delete the one message that they sent me about that copyright strike. <laughs> it's like, like Brandish, a shame, shame, it shame. It really oh, I is. It. I'm also impressed by SoundCloud managing to pick up on that. <laughs> I was too, to be honest. It was so like, fucking hell. That was. Uh, Who knew? Who knew the estate of George Formby was so hot on copyright? They really are. They really, really are. I thought it was actually out of copyright, to be perfectly honest with you. But uh, SoundCloud disagreed. And so uh, as it's their website, that's that's all pretty much up to them anyway, isn't it? So, yeah. So go and listen to that. It's on there. It will be. I'll put it out as a podcast. And also, uh, just to get a bit of feedback, what if I put it out on this podcast feed for this show? Or would it that sounds like it would go... It sounds like it would be. I can't. Know, do you know what though? I shop. You know? I kind of want to do like a simply syndicated technology channel RSS feed, and include. I, you know what I would suggest? I would suggest putting out like that first episode just as a pilot. Yeah. And then at the end of it, saying yeah. if you enjoyed this, here's the RSS feed for this. You know. Yeah. Sign up for that. That I, might be a sensible know, thing to do. Just a little cross promotion. Yeah, but everybody's invited on, and there's you know. It's it's everybody's very excited actually. Turns out Rich, when you, do me do me do me do me. I will. Yeah, do me as well. I will. We'll we'll <laughs> set up a time. Honestly, it's fine. Yeah, well, absolutely. So, yeah, everybody, go and check that out. Okay, so thank you for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with more tech news and uh, gaming news. Until then, bye bye. Bye bye. Bye. Fucking Doritos.